Hello and welcome to Yerushalmi Peah Davav. I'm telling you now, this is going to be a long one, but it's going to be worth your listen, Bezra Hashem. And I especially cannot wait to hear back from you. Um, I'm going to be talking about Dovim Benesina mostly, but a couple of other quick ha'aras. Um, first of all, somebody pointed out that this Tosefta that I quoted, that you can't make your entire field Peah, is contradicted by a, a Gemara, the Bavli, in a darm, which is true, the darm dal vav and base, it's brought down in Torah on shall reshonim in the Ozwater print that it says before Yishvatani Benayim Rotsa Lasus Kol Seopeya Osa Tamlor Paasa Sadcha says you could do it, and this is so sir this Tosefta, so obviously there's machlokes in the um, Tanoim as to whether you could do it or not. Anyway, Ayin Sham, that is correct that there is a machlokes. Um, okay, I want to do a couple of things. So if you haven't heard what I spoke about um, yesterday, where the bot most of the story is located. Then go back and listen to that first um, on Daf Hay. But in the meantime, I want to go over the Gemara on Daf Hay and Vav about the story of Dom Menasina. Okay, so let's try to do this in order. We'll try to tackle. There's a lot of contradictions and problems between the different Gemaras. Okay, so let's zoom out. So the story of Dom Menasina is a story about Kibbutz of Aim, and it is located in four main places in Chazal. There's many other places that are rumors to it and brought down, but four main places. The first uh, famous one is Kedushin Daf Lamed Aleph. There's one version of a story. There's a lot of differences. The second version is in Peah, um, which why it's here is beyond the scope of this conversation. Why it's there is because it's Kibbutz of Aim. Um, so Peah Daf Hey and Vav, and that was about a print. The, th- the third one is um, Devarim Rabbah, um, which is in Parak Aleph, Os Tes Vav or Tes Zayin, um, right there. And right at the beginning, and the fourth one is in the Psikta Rabasi, um, number Chav Gimel. And each one of them has a slightly different version, and there's a lot of variances, and I'm going to try to point out the major ones between the Bavli and the Yerushalmi. Now, you would have expected, as we always talked about, that the Medrash Rabbah there would actually be quoting mostly the Yerushalmi's version of it, but actually there's a lot of confusion there as well, and I'll try to point out some of those, but the main thing I want to focus on is on the Bavli and Yerushalmi. So we're learning Yerushalmi, so let's, let's start with Yerushalmi. Okay, so first of all, Ravo B'Shem Rav Yochanan says, Shalos Rabbi Eliezer, which by the way is the context because they were asking different um, Tanoim and Amoraim questions. So they asked Rabbi Eliezer, how far does it go? So Amoraim, um, he said, you're asking me? Go ask Dom Menasina. Now this girsa of you asking me is not at all said in the Bavli, um, but it's interesting where it's coming from. Some people say that he was very strict and maybe he wasn't as kind, so to speak, which is schwer because the Gemara later says that obviously Tanoim and Amoraim are very respectful towards their parents, and we'll hopefully have time to even discuss that, because, like I said, there's a jam-packed blot. So, okay. Anyway, so Dabba Menasina, Rosh Pisrikoli Haya. So this is a different girsa in the Bavli and Yerushalmi. What it says, he was the head of the chief of army officers, very, very important person. And his mother was hitting him, and, um, what's it called? Bifnei Kobuli Shalom. And in front of all of his soldiers, and then uh, the sandal that she was using to hit him fell, and so he picked it up for her so that she shouldn't have to bend, which is a little bit crazy, as we spoke about. So Rebchizkiah said, "Guy Ashkelon, he was from Ashkelon, okay? Verosh Pasrkolihaya, and he was a chief officer. Ve'emen Shashavalav Aviv Le'Yashavalav Miyamav. Now, um, and and he was so respectful that he never sat on his father's stone. I guess that was their couch. He literally made it his idol. So there's a lot of worship here. Pamachas. Okay. So I, I just want to say that some of the Mepharshim actually say that we're not sure which of these two stories happened. Either one happened with his mother or the other one happened with his father. I'm not really sure where that's compelled, but they're saying that it wasn't as great. There's a there's a, there's a a lot of uh, attempts to try to say that maybe he wasn't as great as what we think. Uh, the Gemara clearly is saying that we can learn from him. So I'm not really sure why some of the Mepharshim are doing that. And Kiyadua... Um, 
Bus Imam Bakaraso Yeshua Medr Shahisa Maturafis Midaita. Tosis brings down Gushin Lamanala that there's a Medr that says she was crazy. Now, I mean, clearly this is the source that says she was crazy because she's slapping him in front of his people, so that's not a normal thing. There's another Chazal, there's another um, Rishon that brings down that his father was crazy. And this is also, it doesn't say anywhere about that, but. I heard from a Ryzen once that the shot is in this Gemara in itself because he doesn't, Don Benesina doesn't wake his father. So the famous Kasha is, wouldn't his father, wouldn't you want to be woken up if someone was coming to make a $10 million deal with you? So obviously it shows that his father was also crazy and he didn't want that Tsar to be woken up. So for him, that was the mitzvah of Kiruvay. Meaning my, my father asked me, could you wake me up for Mincha? Of course, it's a mitzvah. If anyone's father asked them to wake them up, that's a mitzvah. We could ask our children to wake us up. That's a mitzvah. It's not bad, Chinuch. Uh, one could argue about the respect part, but I, I think it's fine. But anyway, so, um, okay. So then it says, Pamachas, according to the Yerushalmi, of the Yashpa Shal Binyamin. So it says that the stone specifically of Binyamin, the Jasper gem, was lost. Now, we have a lot to say about this because, again, there's different Gersos about whether this was actually the stone that was missing or not. So, Amru, Man Isle, Evan Tava, the Kabase. Who has this? So, Amru, people said, is the Dama Menasina. Dama has it. Azalagabe, Upaska Ime, Mea Dinner. So they settled to buy it for 100 dinner, which, again, there's different. Different monetary amounts in the Bavli and Yerushalmi. Okay. So what happened? Salik Boy Maisilo, you left to bring it. But his father was sleeping. You see, Man, man did Damech Berei Shaita. Remember that Chazal? That's Yerushalmi, supposedly. If you sleep on Rashana, Damech means sleep. Okay, same thing. There's another. So his father was sleeping, which prevented him from getting it. Okay. Some people say so the key to the chest was between his father's fingers, and some people say that um, his father's, this is on Vav, his father's legs were on the chest. The Agatha Leo says it was both, because if his father's legs weren't under the chest and he had just had the key, then just pull the chest out without interrupting him um, and smash it. So it had to be both, etc. Although it's not really necessary because the point is he couldn't get to it. But there's other Gersos in the in the Bavli that we'll get to. Um, maybe maybe they couldn't pull the chest out because it would have woken him, even though his feet weren't on it, according to the other Shita. But anyway, there's some Mahogas about whether his hands were on the key or if his feet were on there. Um, anyway, Nachas, so what happened? Nachas Gami came to the Amr and he said, Lo yachil I can't bring it. Okay. So at this point, so they, they thought he was trying to make more money, so they offered him more. Okay. So again, different Gersos of how much they negotiated. So one second. So there's a famous Kash on this that I heard from Reviews Old Samers, that's all, who's an amazing person, and I'll hopefully get to his shot later, but um, on, on just generally in the whole story. But basically the Kash is, okay, so come back in an hour, come back tomorrow, whatever. <laughs> what, what's going on? So according to the Bavli's reading, it seems like they actually didn't buy the stone. But according to the Yushami, it says clearly that they did buy it from him. So keeping this this our keeping the is ear Avua mentioned us, so the father woke up later, so he ran after them. And he bought the gem. Bo Maisilo. So the sages wanted to give him the the higher amount. Remember, Dover Emes of Safra. If you offer a higher amount, you pay that amount. But the Loki below, he said, "No, give me. I want. Um, you you want me to sell my the honor of my forefathers? Very interesting lesson. No, give me the the original price that you gave me. That it's worth. What Ma Parlo Akash Baruch Hu Sachar. I'm Rav Yosi Rabbi Bone. Bo Balila." Again, this is Mahalogus Bavi Yushami. That night, Yalda Parasa Para Aduma gave birth to a Para Aduma. Shakalo Kol Yisrael Mishkalazav and Atlua. And the Jews measured out for him its weight in gold and bought it. Okay, whatever it was worth, that's what they paid for it. Okay, so um, and and it says he doesn't delay his his justice. That's what Shabsai Mishpat Verobtzaka Loyana Anakadosh Baruch Hu Mashad Matan Zchar Shal Ose Mitzvah Begayim. 
Hashem pays him right away. Okay, well, so there's a lot of comparative pieces here that I want to just go over in the Gemara Kedushin, and as we go through it, we'll we'll discuss it, and we'll come back and say a couple of our Bezer Hashem. Okay, so Kedushin Lamed Aleph and Aleph, Shalosh Shavi Eliezer, Hechen Kibbut of Aim, Armelham Suru, he doesn't say, don't ask me, but he just says, go look what this Ove Kacham did for his father. So he doesn't have the whole story about his mother, but Ashkelon. Let me just... Um, as I go through it, let me just stop for a moment. So I was bothered. Why is it in Ashkelon? Okay. So, um, so, um, Abed Svinayman wrote this safer as a bucker. It's a tremendous goon. He lives in Baltimore. And he um, got a Haskell for a Moshe and Rav Ruderman. So that's all. The uh, Rashiva of Nerisral where he was learning and still learns. And basically he brings down from the Maral that, um, that, and we mentioned this earlier, um, Dama Benesina lived in Ashkelon. By the way, okay, I'm getting distracted by so many of these things. Um, so he lived in Ashkelon, and um, and we know that we spoke about this on uh, yes, uh, yesterday's blot as well. That who is the greatest? This is Kibbutz Aim. Where do we learn Kibbutz Aim? We learn it from Asav because Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says that I can't even serve my father like 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 Asav. And there's a Zohar that says there's no one that served their father as well as Asav which is an amazing thing. So um, Maral explains on this daf that um, Ashkelon comes to the word Seichel, which means logic. And even a person that denies God, right, he still acknowledges where he comes from, which is his parents. So there's a, there's a logical Akar Satovitz that's, that's deserving to them. And this person actually ignores God, which is interesting because Kibbutz Aim is supposed to bring you to a greater recognition of God because these parents brought you here, but really God is one that gave you life. And Esav, so to speak, denied that. And I, I once had a whole shtickle of why he hated his mother but loved his father um, because there's a certain element that a mother's supposed to, in his mother's womb, he taught, he was learned, he learned Torah and that he held against his mother, so to speak. But um, there's a lot to be, a lot to be said about that and, and the contributions of the father and the mother. But anyway, um, so the Maral says that that's why we find this parental honor from Esau because it's all logical and all of his descendants as well. Remember, Eliphaz wants to kill Yaakov, but he knows his uncle's great, but he says, I have to do it. My father gave me Kudavim. And so he says, okay, so take away my money and then you fulfilled your father's. And then that, that calmed um, Eliphaz. And we find this concept of Kidvayim by even by the Gaim. But again, the point is that Ashkelon is a place of Seichel. And um, it's very interesting because you find this Lushan by Esav and Yaakov that it says, Lama Eshkel Gam Shteim Why should they both die? And Ashkelon is very similar. And um, Rev Abbotsvi Neiman brings down also very fascinating Baruch Shekivanti for half of this that the Urbano um, Bachia brings down in Shemos, Parachafres, which I believe is our Parsha next week, that um, the Yashpa comes from, the Medrash says that um, that that Binyamin Yeshpeh, he had a mouth to tell Yaakov about Mechiros Yosef, which he knew about, but he knew that he wasn't supposed to tell him. And he actually, Yeshpeh, he went back and forth to decide whether whether he should tell. So you see, Baruch Shekivanti, that the entire stone is all about Kibbut Aim. And the word Dhamma, which we spoke about last time, about Dham and Adam, I have a little bit more to say about that, but hopefully we'll have time again. It's going to be long today, but I think it's going to be worth it if you like this stuff. Um, so the word Dham, which means blood, um, we brought down a couple of arts from the Agatha Yo about that. Um, so the Segula of this, Bakya brings down that the Segula of this specific Yashpa, this Jasper stone, which is a colorful stone, is Laatzar to Dham, to stop bleeding. Um, and that's Dhamma. That's his name. And it was given to Binyamin because his heart bled for his father. And what should I do? Should I tell him? Should I not tell him? But he made a chesed that Hashem doesn't want me to tell him. And that's what he did. That's a yashpeh. And Agav, the yashpeh, is also shul, that he had a mouth, but he kept himself quiet. It's a tzniyas of shul, etc. 
Okay. So, um, so this man, Dhamma, that's the one who had it, specifically Midyaman. I have a few more things to say about that. We'll see if we have time. Okay. And then, um, Barashis Rabba Samachay Tazayan, Arashim Gamil, Koyama Yusimishamish Ava, Abba Vloshimashio, so Echad Bimea Shishimish Esavis Ava. By the way, 100th is always a name of, is always a number of Tara, but uh, 101 is uh, of Tuma. That Esav is, is a, the Sara Shikha, like in, in Chagiga. Um, Samach Mem is, is, is uh, Kuf, but um, 101 is a person that's uh, shown up Pirko and gets out of the Shikha into, into Zahira. There's a very famous shtickle on that. But anyway, the Zohar is in Chelek Aleph Kuf Mem Vav. Lohavid Barnash Ba'alma, the Yoker Lavui, Kama to Oker Esav Lavui. Vahuya Kiri to Oker Le. Ishlatle Bahai Alma and it protects him. The Orichle Kolhani Zimnin the Ishlat Baalma da. And that's an amazing thing. And also Zohar says, Amar Yaakov, Yodana de Esav Chayishli Akara da Abo, the Olam Lo Arkis coming. He never got my he never made my father upset, which is an amazing thing. Okay. Um also the last thing that Abatsunima brings down is that um Shimshon went to Ashkelon specifically, and um he got his clothing there to, to cash in. And he says there's Kimat, no other Parsha in all of Chazal, in all of Tanakh, that you find so much father and mother discussion, which is which is um, Shimshon's whole Mohus. Okay. Anyway, so there was this Ashkeloni person. His name was Dama Benesina. Now, I spoke about how Dama is really Adam, and but it's mixed up. So the Ben Yoyada actually explains in the Ben Ayo on this Bidaf, which is his, his additional print, so that the word Dama that Adam's name is Aleph because it has, I mentioned this earlier, it was from him, that Aleph is Hashem and Dalit and Mem is the Av and Ames contribution, the father of the mother, which is which is the same gematria of Dam. And um, and really, man's name should have been Ma'od. Ma'od. And the Medrash even says Ma'od's Adam, which Rafutner has a whole shtickle that man is meant to be great and Ma'od means extreme. That man is extreme. We can be, if we use our Tara, we're extremely kadosh, amazing people, and if we use it for tumah Shalom, we could be, we could do phenomenally um, powerful things. So, um, so anyway, so his name is Dama. Okay, so and 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 Hashem says when you don't respect your parents, Hashem says it's good that I didn't put my name between you, meaning I didn't call you Maod because then my name would be in between the father and mother, and I would be in between you. It's good because you don't respect me, which is an interesting thing. So Amela, I'm Adam, I'm set on the side. So it's Aleph, me, and then Dal and Mem. Um, so Dhamma is the exact opposite. It's it's a flipping of how of how it should be. Um, because again, in Asaph's world of Kibrav Aim, it's not about the connecting to Hashem. It's Dhamma, it puts the Aleph last. Now I mentioned that in the Bavli his name is spelled with Aleph, but in the Yushami his name is always spelled with a hay. Um, you can listen, I have a whole shtickle on that about Harvona with Aleph and a hay, and uh, Akiva with Aleph and a hay, Ayan Sham, we spoke about it earlier, but it's probably related to this as well. Anyway, so here it is. So they were trying to get avanim. It's plural. Le'efod. Now, one second. So, wait. What were you looking for? Were you looking for um, avanim le'efod? Sounds like it's avni shoam. Now, in this week's parsha, which is uh, parsha's uh, truma, so it says avni shoam avni luim, and Rashi says they're two separate things. Some of the rishonim say it's the same thing, um, and and there's a whole. I'll just say it like this. There's a whole shtickle in the Gemara Nevo Dazar Daf Chafhei, I believe it is. I'm gonna Chafdalat or Chafhei, where basically the Gemara asks like this. The Gemara says this actually explains a very very schmuck thing. So um, what what was missing? So clearly the Yushami says that they were missing the Yashba from Binyamin. Here it seems like it's saying Avanim Le'efod. It seems like it's plural, and it also seems like it's saying that the Avni Shom were what was missing. But again, some Rishonim say that it's the same thing, and the Yushami is correct, and and this Girsa is just not 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 correct. But anyway, here it says he wanted to buy it for Shishim Rivoa. I mentioned that the Yushami it's a different amount. So okay, so. In the Yushalmi, 
in the Bavli, they left and they didn't seem to buy it. So the Kashi is, why not? Right? Okay. In the Yushalmi, it says clearly that, they, that, that he chased after them and they did buy it. Okay. So um, the Gemara in Avodah asks, wait a minute. I thought Kali Yisrael have to own this. How in the world did Kali Yisrael, um, how are they allowed to have a guy that, that provides this? Think about it. It doesn't look very good if a guy, you know, is one that's providing it. We want it to come from our own people. And remember, Kali Yisrael had all these things. So it's Tamakasha. Why? When did this happen and when was it missing? So most of the Rishonim say that it happened during Bayashani, clearly from the people involved. And also um, the Paraduma, the riot that it's Paraduma, because during Bayash Rishon, they had all Mushar Abenos. So that, that's the main riot they bring, actually. But um, and, and a lot of the Mepharshim bring this down. Um, so a lot of Mepharshim say that, that Avanam Le'ephod just means that the Evan that was missing, which was the Yashpa. Okay, why the Yashpa became missing is also Stamakasha needs to be explained. But the, the Bavli implies, I mean, it says pretty clearly that they didn't actually use it, that, that they never came back for it. Okay, so um, I, I think I have a Pashup shot that I think you're going to like, even though it's very Pashup. But the, the Gemara asks, wait a minute, don't Kali Yisrael provide it themselves, which is how most of the stones were, were there. Because this is Dabra uh, Yisrael, whatever. So the Gemara answers that, no, 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 this was a seersor. The Gemara says on Avodah that this came from, from merchants. Jewish merchants bought it from a guy, and then they owned it, and then they brought it to the base of Okay. So if that's true, so that makes sense. So And maybe it's explaining that it was an Ashkelon because where it was located next to Eretz Yisrael. It doesn't matter. The point is, what happened here? What happened was, the base of Mikdash clearly made an announcement. We're missing the stone. Somebody bring it and we'll buy it from you. So the second that he didn't have it, they had to go find it somewhere else because these were just Tagrim that were trying to buy it so they could bring it to the base of Mikdash, either donate it or get it. So it wasn't like, okay, we're just going to wait. There was, everybody was scrambling to get it. And I think this is Pashup Shot. Everybody was scrambling. So if you say like the Yushalmi, great. So they came back the next day and they were able to buy it from him. If you say like the Bavli, the reason they didn't buy it was because it wasn't, these were just Tagram. They weren't representatives of the base manager that said, we found it. Okay, we're going to wait for it, which they would have waited. Although I know some of some of the Bali Muslims say, you don't wait for anything. Basically, remember, the, the, the Urmatum is the way that we communicate with God, right? So um, I know some of Farshim also try to explain what was on the Urmatum, those specific letters, but on um, the Yemen stone, very, very schmock stuff, by the way, based on the Gemara in, in uh, Sukkah and other Madrashi Chazal that the Bachi also brings down, which is also very schmock with the Avos' names and Shifta Yishurin and the letters that were on there and how, very, very schmock stuff. I would love to hear from you on that if you, if you want to look into it. There's some fascinating stuff there. Okay. Anyway, so um, Rav Kana Masi Bishmona Revo was, was 80,000. Um, okay. He was sleeping on the key. So it wasn't on his hand, like the Yerushalmi says, and it wasn't on his feet. And again, next year he was rewarded. By the way, the Ben Uyata says the reason he got the Paraduma was because of this Gemara. To make sure that he gets his Schar in this world. Okay? So he said, I know you'll pay anything, but I only want the money that I left, that I lost. And I just want to say that even the guy, he still says, if Sadati. I lost it because of my Kibbutzim. He's still, he's still, because of my Kibbutzim. He still regretted it a little bit. Okay, so what? What happened? Fine. But the point is, we can learn a lesson, which, by the way, some of the Rishonim say that that's the main reason, some of the Achronim especially, that's the main reason that's brought here, because we can learn a lesson from Rashi says a very Gishmak thing. Remember, the Kasha is, why didn't he wake him? Rashi says, He would benefit. He would he would make this profit. Meaning, let's say they were really buying it. You could even shdim the, the Yushalmi with this. Maybe they were buying it for the 100 of whatever currency that was. And that was worth, let's say, um, a million, but the profit would have been Shishim Revoa, 60,000 or whatever, 600,000, right? So, um, okay, so maybe that's how we get Shishim the two, Yeshlayan. But listen to this. 
a lot of the Akronim ask, you don't have to lose money because of Kiruv Aim, right? It's it's Michel Ben, and Michel Av, the father has to pay. So why didn't you just wake him? He's going to lose money. So says Rashi, no, he wasn't losing any money. He This was just a profit. For a profit, you're not allowed to just wake him up. He wasn't losing any money. It still had its value, and he would have gotten the value of what it was worth. So there wasn't any loss. He could have sold it anywhere. It was that this was an opportunity to make more money. That you don't have a right to wake him up for. That's a very geschmack shot, according to Rashi. That might be what Rashi's saying. Okay, I want to just read the Yafei Enayim, which is the... he's He brings in all the ties to other Chazals. You see his brilliance, literally. So, um, he brings down all the Madrashim that I mentioned. By the way, Dhamma, like I mentioned, is also the Afer Para and, and Tommy Mace, whatever, there's a lot to say there, and Dom, okay, but Messina, his father was a generous person, so his father influenced him, his father taught him, not Nasan, his father taught him generosity, very geschmack. Okay, so he brings Devorim Rabbah, Perak Aleph, Sifri, Perak of Gimel, Rishami Peah, he says, look, because there's differences. Like Tosis brings down in Yuma. I, by the way, there's a famous Tosis in um, Avodazara also that has a whole shot about Rashi, Avdi Miluin. If you look in the Targum Yonasan on Avdi Miluin and our parsha of Tzava right at the beginning, he actually seems to say like Tosis, but this is like way beyond the scope because the way he translated, he says they're both Avdi Miluin, even though Miluin seems to only be referring to the Avdi Shom according to Rashi. Okay. So, Sham Gamkin, Shal Nasu La Sholem, Velo Yochul Lizbar, Kaskas Konim. Okay. Ayn Sham over there. Um, okay, but anyway, Yefei and Aim is always a great place to look for these kind of things. Okay, let's start tying things together. So there's a lot of different contradictions between the two. I don't know how to reconcile every one of them, but I want to just say a couple of very fascinating horrors. Okay. So the Ben Yoyada asks this Kasha. Actually, let's start with the, the um, I gotta tell you. So I gotta tell you says like this, that um, what's the shot in the Paraduma? So he says the Paraduma represents Dhamma. Why? What's a paraduma? It's metaher esatmeim and metame. Those that do it, those that are involved with it, they all become tame. The ones that make it, right? That's 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 what it is. That's why it's part of the chok is everybody becomes tame for making it. But then it's metaher all the the worst tuma of tumas mace. So Dhamma Menasina is this exact thing. He says on the one hand he's a guy, so he's tame, and people and if he spits on you by accident, you're tame. But then at the same time he's metaher you because he teaches you a beautiful mamre chazal from his behavior that chazal learned from him how to do kibbutzim. And again. Since Kibbutzim is logical, therefore, uh, we learn from him. By the way, the Abuja home that we mentioned many times in Brachos, that says you don't make a bracha in Kibbutzim because it's logical. And logical mitzvahs, you don't make a bracha on them because it's not nicker that you're doing a Lashem mitzvah, which is also why we don't make a bracha in the sukkah, which is the whole discussion in itself. Okay, also, um, he also is one that says this thing about maybe it was a loss. Um, also, he says that, okay, so... The Ben Yoda brings down a couple of different pshatim. One of the pshatim, Agassiyo sort of says, Ben Yoda in in Ben Yoda, in ben Yoda Allah Makom brings down like this from his father, from his son Yaakov. He always quotes him with a lot of love. Bini, uh, he always quotes him with a lot of love. And very very beautiful pshatim. You see the apple didn't fall far from the tree. Be, the Ben Yoda or Ben Ishchai learned tremendously from his father and his grandfather. They were very big influences in his life. Okay, and I guess his son also carried on that legacy. I believe he, uh, his, the Ben Yoda died in. Was it 1910 or so in Baghdad? Anyway, um, I, I had met someone in Eretz Israel who actually had seen him when he was a child, which is an amazing thing. Not for now. Okay, so basically, um, Ben Yoda says like this, that, um, and, and I heard this from Samber, 
very explicitly. According to the Bavli, they, why couldn't they use the stone anymore? Because now it's a Kitrug. Look, this guy did stripping mitzvah. How could you put this in the in a stone? The Kohen's supposed to be Mechapar on Kalah Yisrael, and it's supposed to be something that's Alimah Zuchos on us. There's a Kitrug. So now it's puzzle. It can't be used. So what happened? He got a Paraduma. The Paraduma is a Chok. So now it shows, yeah, that guy did amazing things. But look, the Jews do things that don't even make sense. So it's the greatest lima zechus on the Jewish people that we have a paraduma, that we do things that are a chok. And a lot of the Mepharshim play around with this pshat. So the Ben Yada brings a lot of this pshatim as well. Um, I hope that helped show a lot of interesting stuff. I do want to say one more thing from the, from the Ben Yada, which I found very, very fascinating. And that is like this. That Hashem says, if I would have lived between you, Tsaruni, you would have pained me for not doing Kibbut of Aim. And it's brought down, uh, this is actually uh, Gomorrah and Sota, Bavli, Yudzayin, and also Yerushalmi as well, Lo Ish Isha, we had earlier, we spoke, Ish Isha Shezacha Shema Shem is between them, right? Aleph Shin of Ish and Isha, there's a Yod in the middle of the Ish, which is man, and there's a Hay, and everybody knows this, in the middle of the woman. So he says like this, that really, Shema Shem should have been in the man by himself and in the woman by himself, because the man should have been called Ha'ish, the man, which is interesting, it sounds a little bit egotistical, right? And Ha'ish has Yud Yud Hay in it, Hashem's name. And Isha should have been uh, Isha, Aleph, Yud, Shin, Hei, which also has Hashem's name. But um, Hashem specifically didn't spell it that way, Kemat, in all the Torah, in order to show that you need each other, so to speak. And that's that, that's how he says that they come together, etc. The Ben Yudah also says, Agav, that the Aleph of, um, of, even the Aleph of Hashem in itself, which is part of the Dhamma and the Aleph, Adam, the Dalai Mem is the man and the woman, but even the Aleph is a man and a woman, kind of like a yin and yang, and the Vav is, is Hashem and the, the point of connection where the child comes out. Um, and he brings down a famous story from Sajagon that he proved, he did a paternal test by putting a bone of a dead person in his son and supposed son's blood, and only the, the, the bone only absorbed the father's, the real father's stuff, which is also interesting with Dom. Um, and... And again, he says over here that the main thing is that I wanted to make sure that he got his reward in this world because that's what Dhamma would appreciate. And again, the, the Ben Yudah brings down about five other Pshatim as to what was going on in this Gemara, Ayin Sham, in Kedushin, Lamed Aleph. I hope that helped. And that is some of the ideas about Dhamma Medicina. Now I want to just do a couple of quick errors on the page. Okay, so um, there's a very famous Gemara that... Um, where is it? So, um, two famous Gemaras that the Riftarfan's mother um, would, would walk with him, and he would put his two hands underneath her, and um, Riftarfan, um, his mother, you know, said, um, so, she, so, she, so she said, she complained to his friends that came to visit that he's being too respectful towards me. They said, what do you do? So he told her, he said that he puts his hands under me when I walk. So the Chacham answered, Afilo Osa came Elafamim, Elef Alafim, even if he does this a million times, I die in the Kavachamra Torah. That's only the half of what the Torah said, which is amazing because, like, wow. And then the mother of Rabbi Shmuel, um, she complained that he's not respecting me. Why? Because I want to, I want to um, wash his feet and drink the water, which is a tremendous amount of subservience, and he refuses to let me, so he's not respecting me. So they told him, that's what she asked for, Hukavoda. Okay, so this actually won me $20, a little story, funny story. So a friend of mine asked me, where, where is there a Chazal, where is the Gemara that says, It's a famous, honoring someone is the way you honor them. It, 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 that Following their will is how you honor them. So I told him, as far as I know, there's no Bavli like that. He's like, really? I said, yeah. 
bet you twenty dollars there is, and you just don't remember it. Fine. So um, I said, no, there is actually no chazal like that at all. So then I showed him this Yerushalmi, where it says, and, we, and so anyway, we tried searching it, and we were putting in Ritsono shall Adam Kavodo, and that's wrong. It's in mail. So um, then we I finally found this Yerushalmi, and because I knew I had seen it here, Hol Vuhu Ritsona Hu Kavoda. It said about a woman. And then we asked a few people that knew, and they said, yeah, it's not in the Bavli. They're Ramazim, like you always find, but but it's not actually there, so I won the $20 bet. Asmach Delokanya, of course, I didn't take the money. But the point is, why do we learn this from a woman? Because women understand this. The women are more sensitive. Ritsona Shaladam Zau Kavoda should be it. But Hol the Hu Ritsona Hu Kavoda. That's really the Girsa. Which means that when we. Um, listen to someone's will, and we lean in, and we understand what they want. That's how we actually show them the greatest honor and respect. And that's a very, very beautiful thought in general in life and relationships. That when we listen to what somebody wants, uh, it doesn't mean we can always give in, but the times that we, you know, can respect and can offer that, that's the greatest way of showing love and respect. Um, the last thing I want to say is that Rav Oven says, I'm exempt from Kibravaim. So the Mepharshim say, why? So, they, so, so the Gemara says that his mother um, conceived and his father died. And then when he, he, um, he, was, he was born into a world, his mother died. So there's a whole discussion here um, as to whether a person is Mechuyev and Kibravaim for his grandparents. I don't really get what the whole hula here is because, um, meaning, okay, maybe his grandparents were, were not alive. Maybe there's some other Chazal that says that they were they raised him. I don't know. I'm not familiar about Rav Avon at all. Maybe somebody could point out. So I'm not really sure why any of this has rise, but there's Maram Chaviv and Pnei Moshe and all these Mepharshim that bring down this stuff. But basically they say that Kira Aim does apply to grandparents, Midar Banan, maybe Midar Raisa, the whole discussion. But this this is where it comes up, and it's very interesting. There's a Moshe on it. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to bring that down, um, that we spoke about Esther, but she was kind of putter Kira Aim because her... Like the Pasuk says, and how Yoruvas and Ivshitz and Yaros Devash has a whole shtickle on that, and that was her power against Esav, which again is Esav fighting against, you know, the, the power of Esav's Kibra aim of Dama Benesina. Anyway, I hope that was interesting and useful to you, and I look forward to your comments.